the council meeting for Wednesday, January 17, 2024 to order. Please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. The clerk will take the roll. Council members Fleming? Here. Larson? Here. Masolia? Here. Newland? Here. Robertson? Here. Soraya? Here. Mayor Sanders? Here. All right. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, we will uh, have no awards or presentations this evening, so we will begin with communications, which is an opportunity for members of council to uh, provide any announcements or updates that they might have for the good of the order. Are there any communications? from council this evening or from staff. Seeing none, I will um, give a few words here on the uh, passing of Dottie McKinley, uh, who is a very important community member uh, and resident, uh, spent many years uh, serving this community uh, and giving herself to this community. Um, she was a Blaine NRCB member and she passed away on December 30th. She and her husband, Tom, called Blaine home since 1976, and Dottie was very active in the community, including the Blaine Park Board, the Anoka County 4-H, Campfire Girls, Minnesota State Poultry and Dairy Goat Associations. Didn't know that was a thing, but very important, I'm sure. Blaine's Lion Club, Blaine's Soil and Sunshine Garden Club, Blaine and Anoka County Historical Society's election judge and charter member of the Blaine Natural Resources and Conservation Board where she served from 2005 until her passing. We wanna thank Dottie for her tremendous service to the community. She will be greatly missed. Uh, she was a tremendous uh, advocate for this city, uh, for our natural resources that we have. And even over the last year or so, when she wasn't uh, feeling that well, she still uh, was coming in for meetings and, and coming in to meet uh, to push forward the things that she cared about uh, the most. And she was passionate about this city. So. Uh, we want to extend our sympathies to, to Dottie's family, and as a community, we thank her for her service, and uh, we certainly will miss her. At this point in time, we'll move along to the open forum. The open forum is a uh, time for the public to present an issue or concern to the city council. There's a maximum of 15 minutes set aside for the open forum, and each presentation should be limited to no more than three minutes. If your item needs follow-up from staff, uh, staff will arrange for that follow-up and contact you to let you know what is happening on that issue. Uh, with that, we want to thank uh, those of you that came this evening from the public, and at this time, we will open the open forum. If anyone's interested, they can make their way to the podium at this time. All right. Seeing none, we'll move along in the agenda to the approval of the consent agenda. All items listed under the consent agenda are considered to be routine in nature, will be enacted by one motion. There will be no separate discussion of an item unless a citizen or member of the council so requests, in which case that item will be removed from the consent agenda and taken up in its normal sequence on the agenda. Members, a motion, please. Move it. Moved by Council Member Robertson, seconded by Council Member Newland. Any questions or discussion to the consent agenda? Mayor. Council Member Newland. I will need to abstain from the uh, bills paid section, both uh, dates. Thank you very much, Council Member Newland. The clerk will note that. Any other questions or discussion? Seeing and hearing none, all those in favor of adoption of the consent agenda, please say aye. 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 Opposed? That motion prevails.
Next item on the um, agenda is agenda item nine. This is our opportunity for uh, public hearings. We have three items uh, listed uh, this evening for public hearing. Uh, the first one that we'll take up is agenda item 9.1, amending the city charter section 2.07 salaries. We will turn things over to the city clerk. Thank you, Mayor and Council. Uh, tonight before you is um, one charter amendment um, that would uh, allow for review of city council salaries. This is something that uh, the council had requested the Charter Commission um, place on their work plan um, to annually review salary data and make recommendations for possible increases to uh, mayor and council salaries. Um, after reviewing the salary data um, and council's current salary, which was last increased in 2015, the Charter Commission actually recommended an amendment that would require regular review of salary data and recommend recommendations based on annual cost of living increases that are provided to city staff. Uh, again, this proposed amendment would only amend the process in which uh, council salaries are regularly reviewed. Any actual adjustments to salaries are determined via a separate city ordinance that would require approval of the majority of council. So tonight uh, before you would be the public hearing to um, um, introduce this uh, ordinance and um, after the public hearing hold first reading the proposed ordinance second reading will be at the february 5th uh, council meeting and just to summarize the um, first reading would be of section 2.07 salaries um, review of salaries shall be conducted by the charter commission in june of every odd number year with recommend recommendations for adjustments and if any um, adjustments are made based on the salary, or I'm sorry, based on the annual cost of living adjustments consistent with those provided to city staff. And with that, we'll stand for questions. Thank you very much, uh, Clerk Sorensen. Uh, we will do just that. We will uh, first start with a public hearing. So at this point in time, I will open a public hearing on agenda item 9.1. If anyone is here this evening and wishes to uh, address the council, uh, now is the time. We'll open the public hearing. You're welcome to make your way to the podium. All right, seeing no one rushing up here, uh, we'll close the public hearing on agenda item 9.1, and I will have the clerk give it its first reading. First reading, ordinance 24-2539, amend city charter section 2.07 salaries. First reading. Next item on the agenda is 9.2, a public hearing, uh, amending the city charter chapter five, initiative and referendum and recall. We'll go back to the city clerk. Thank you, Mayor and Council. In 2022, the Council had directed the Charter Commission to consider amendments that would provide for a recall process for an elected mayor or a council member. Um, it should be noted that Minnesota's Constitution and statute provide recall for elected state officials, uh, but not for city officials. So um, should um, a charter city wish to have that included, that would require a charter amendment. Um, again, this topic was first discussed in 2022 and then 2023, and where commissions discussed reasons where a recall would be allowed, um, the process should that occur, the size of recall committee, appropriate threshold for required uh, requirements of registered voters on any recall petition. Um, they reviewed several city examples, and the proposed ordinance um, that is being uh, presented this evening is based on the city of Richfield's charter um, with input from the city council regarding um, reasons for um, a recall um, um, to be um, 
restricted to um, malfeasance um, during the term of office. So uh, the uh, um, proposed amendment is uh, is lengthy, um, and it's uh, included in your packet. Um, council again is asked to hold first reading of this ordinance uh, after the public hearing, ask for uh, comment, and then this will be back uh, before council for second reading and possible adoption February 5th. A reminder for uh, council and the public, any charter commission amendments require a unanimous vote of the council. And uh, we have um, our uh, charter commission chair and um, a commission member in the audience if there's any questions and uh, staff is available as well. Thank you. Excellent, thank you very much, Clerk Sorensen. Uh, at this point in time, I will open the public hearing on agenda item 9.2. If there's anyone here this evening that wishes to participate in a public hearing on this item, you're welcome to make your way to the podium at this time. All right, seeing none, I will close the public hearing at this time and allow the clerk to give it its first reading. Ordinance 24-2540, amend city charter chapter five, initiative and referendum and recall. First reading. Next item on the agenda is 9.3, another public hearing. Uh, this in, is dealing with a Southwest area street reconstruction. We'll turn things over to the city engineer. Uh, thank you, Mayor and Council. This is our third uh, 2024 street reconstruction project area. As it noted, it was the Southwest area. Um, it consists of four different areas within this project. Uh, area one consisting of 89th Avenue from University to Trunk Highway 65. Area two consists of 87th Avenue and Lincoln Street, here shown in green on your map. Area three is 85th Avenue, and area four is the Central Avenue Service Road. Uh, council will note that on January 9th, uh, staff held an open house for all the affected property owners along these projects and there were 11 property owners in attendance asking various questions concerning project cost, project schedule, and uh, scope of project. Uh, as outlined in the report, uh, area one is proposing to be fully reconstruct the pavement and aggregate base uh, section, some spot curb replacement, storm sewer repairs, uh, bituminous trail replacement, and spot water main repairs. Area two, the report calls out that this is a rural section street with no curb and gutter. Here we would be looking to fully reconstructive pavement, add concrete curb and gutter, uh, install additional storm sewer and spot water main repairs. Area three is 85th Avenue. Uh, it's the only stretch of concrete pavement we have in town. It's from the old uh, concrete plant that used to be down there. So we'll be looking to replace that, remove it all uh, do some spot curb repair on that and some minor storm sewer repairs. Uh, area four is the service road. There we'll be just looking to replace the pavement with some spot curb repair and uh, spot water main repairs. As outlined in the report, uh, the proposed improvements are approximately $8.5 million, with $1.2 million of that proposing to be assessed to the uh, benefiting parcels over a 15-year period consistent with the city's uh, assessment policy. In addition to the replacement of the existing sanitary sewer castings and rings, the selected hydrants and valve repairs uh, is at a cost of 1.6 million. These would be proposed to be paid for from the city's public utility funds. The remaining portion, approximately 5.6 million, 
uh, is proposed to be paid for from the city's pavement management program funds and a uh, combination of that with the municipal state aid funds. Tonight we're asking council by motion, excuse me, tonight we're asking council to conduct a public hearing and take comments in on that and then by motion adopt the resolution found in your packet which would uh, order the improvements as proposed in the report. It would designate the engineer to uh, prepare the plans and specifications for such improvements and it would declare that the city intends to reimburse itself for the cost of the improvement uh, with proceeds from tax exempt bonds. And with that, uh, Mayor, I would stand for any questions. Thank you very much, Director Schlender. At this point in time, I will open a public hearing on agenda item 9.3. If there's anyone here this evening that wishes to participate in this public hearing, you're welcome to address the podium at this time. All right, seeing none, I will close the public hearing and members, I'll ask for a motion. Move it. Moved by Council Member Newland. Second by Council Member Fleming. Any questions or discussion? Mayor. Council Member Newland. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, 89th clearly needs work. I've heard about that for years and driving it. It's an exciting ride. I mean, you get a lot of noise and you get a lot of activity on it, so it clearly needs it. I'm certain that will be very well received by the residents. While that chunk is under reconstruction, how long or what will be the ability for people to drive through it. I know it's a fairly heavily trafficked uh, road between uh, 65 and, and uh, university. Is it, are you planning on closing it completely for uh, the repairs and everything else or what, what do we have in mind? Uh, Mayor Sanders, Councilmember Newland, we are actually just beginning here as we begin the design to look at how that's gonna get broke out. Uh, we, are, we are going back and forth between a two or three uh, pieces at a at uh, a time here so that will still allow traffic to get from one end to the other so that no business is shut off entirely they'll always have access so um, we're just trying to decide where those uh, points of termination should be on each phase so as we get into the design we'll have a better idea as to what that looks like appreciate that the um, churches will clearly benefit from detour signs as it affects their portion of 89th same as uh, true of the Oakland County Service Building that's right there, just so people can still have access to it. So whatever can be done to help explain during the hopefully short-term period that that road is being rebuilt uh, to show pathways around the construction would be, would be helpful. A follow-up then on 87th and the service drive, that intersection was closed for a number of months this past summer as the sewer line, I be, believe, was being Repaired. I know there's still some concrete culvert um, that is sitting around there probably waiting to be used for this project. Were there anything that, uh, was there anything discovered during the uh, repair of the sewer line that, that was found that you weren't aware of as uh, we were looking at doing that as expeditiously as possible, which turned out not to be very expeditious. Uh, yes, Mayor Sanders, Councilmember Newland. Uh, yeah, based on last year's project, we're well-versed as to what's in that intersection at this time and would not anticipate having near the delay we had uh, from this past summer. Appreciate that. I have no further questions on the project. Thank you. Any other questions or comments? Councilmember Soroya. Thank you. Um, again, I, whenever these assessment um, issues come up, the issue of affordability is something that I hear from residents. Um, I understand this project is about 5,000 
per household, and for some residents, that is a hardship, you know, with taxes going up. Um, can you just talk a little bit about what, um, what solutions there are for them if they're unable to afford this, and how long do they have to pay for, um, this assessment fee? Uh, Mayor Sanders, Councilmember Soroya. So the assessments are varied with each area. Um, area one has a proposed assessment right now of about $4,800. Area two has a, a proposed assessment of about $7,100. Area four has a proposed assessment about $1,800. Um, that is for the residential properties. Obviously the businesses are all um, a different uh, number and I won't go into each individual one on the, that. But as far as assessments go, uh, in, in uh, our assessment policy, uh, projects of this sort are allowed to be paid off over a 15-year period. There is interest associated with that and it would be uh, defined at time of the levy. That 15-year period does spread out this cost uh, to those homeowners uh, to make that a a more affordable opportunity versus paying for it all at uh, a lump sum. But a lump sum option is available. There are actually four options to paying those assessments off. They are outlined in our uh, policy as well. I uh, would encourage any resident, if they have specific questions on what that amount looks like or amortized over that 15-year period, if they could reach out to staff, we'd be happy to provide them with that. Any other questions or comments? Uh, seeing and hearing none, Councilmember Newland renews his motion. All those in favor of the motion, please say aye. 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 Opposed? No. Motion prevails. Moving along in the agenda, there's no development business this evening, so we will move on to administration. Next agenda item is 11.1. We'll go back to Director Schlender. Uh, thank you, Mayor. This is a item that is paired with the item we just talked about in the public hearing. This is to uh, award a contract for design services for the design of the plans that would go with this project. Uh, the engineering department did request a proposal for the final design and construction services for the 2024 Southwest area project. Boltland Mink uh, provided us with that quote. It's in the amount of $788,000. Uh, council will note that Boltland Mink is uh, one of our engineers in the approved consultant pool. Uh, staff has reviewed this proposal and determined these fees to be justified and reasonable. Tonight, we're also asking council to look at a 10% contingency that would bring the total project budget to a little over $867,000. So tonight, we're asking council by motion to authorize the mayor and city manager to enter a new contract with Bolton and Make uh, in the amount of $788,000. Also to approve a 10% contingency, which would bring the total project budget to $867,000 and uh, authorize the city manager or their designee to sign any and all change orders up to that authorized project budget amount. And with that, I would stand for any questions. Thank you, Director Schlender. Uh, members of motion, please, on 11-1. Move it. Moved by Councilmember Newland. Second. Second by Councilmember Masolia. Any questions or discussion to this agenda item? 
Councilmember Soroya. I just want to clarify that my concern is not with the project itself. I understand that the repairs are needed, and especially in this area. My concern is with the assessment policy um, that we're asking residents to pay 35% of the project in assessment fees. And um, I would, again, I know I've brought this up several times, I would like to see that reduced because it is a clear hardship on some residents. Um, and that's in addition to property taxes and you know increased um, other you know levy and other things that they're dealing with. So I n understand we can the minimum is 20%. So I would like to see us seriously as a council um, talk more about decreasing the assessment fees for our residents and again the affordability issue. But I do support the repairs. I just think the city or businesses or others should um, pay more um, of their share rather than putting the fees on the residents. Any other questions or comments? Seeing and hearing none, Councilmember Newland renews his motion. All those in favor of that motion, please say aye. 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 Opposed? That motion prevails. Uh, with that, uh, that concludes the agenda for this evening. Council, we do have uh, a workshop closed session uh, uh, to uh, complete this evening uh, across the hall. Um, but with that, I will take a motion to adjourn. Council. Move moved by Council Member Newland, second by Council Member Robertson. All those in favor of adjournment, please say aye. 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 Opposed? That motion prevails. Council is adjourned. <laughs>